shit's gonna go down this week. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. Why is it so hard? This mushroom goes into a bar, and they're like, "Hey, we don't serve your kind." He's like, "Why? I'm a fun guy." <laughs> you get it? That's a dad joke. Did your date tell you that last night? No. So, no, I did go to a barbecue, and the guy was supposed to be Mr. Magic with, like, marketing. He takes people to, like, zillionaires. And I said, so give me a curbside consult, bro. And he's like, you got to grab him from the beginning. Like, you got two seconds. Just grab him and so they'll listen. And I was like, dude, there's some more pressure. We've got to grow this. We got to. I mean, we're not like that, but you know what I mean. We yeah. want to grow it. And so I'm like, okay, I got to come up with something like really good. I research all kinds of dirty jokes. What's the difference between a G spot and a golf ball? <laughs> I'm silent. Okay. A guy, <laughs> like you're going to answer. A guy will always look for the golf ball. <laughs> Burn. That's my dirty joke. Who told you that joke? Hopefully people are listening. I researched dirty jokes. Okay, so that's this is my opener, people. Are you interested? Are you engaged? Are you like, I want to hear more? Hang on. You're like blowing up the mic now. You're either like whispering <laughs> ASMR crap or you're blowing out the speakers. Bring it down. Show me how far the microphone is from you right now. Here, I am six inches from this mother. Mm. See? Okay, six inches. Women actually know what six inches is. <laughs> There's your dirty joke. Yeah. Is that the average length of a PP? I don't think so. Actually, I think it's pee -pee? like five or something. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think it's six. That's not average. That's like more than average. There's some TikTok. This girl redid another girl's TikTok, and it actually blew mm. up because of the way she did it. it was very funny, and it was about the size of men's. I haven't seen it. It's no. funny. It's funny. It's all about the different sizes and that men need to calm down and women need to also calm down with what they think they're asking for because they say like they want something and they'll give a number. Yeah, that's not going to work. You realize that. Look at this in actual inches. She had a measuring tape. Oh my gosh. So to segue, I don't even know if I'm going to keep that opener because- Why? <laughs> Oh. My mom. I was talking. I was talking to my Dude, mom. Dude, you start doing that shit. I'm out. <sighs> we can't just keep it all PC. My daughter listens to this. Are you kidding? That's more important than your mom. So no, you're keeping the shit in. <laughs> I'm the Godfather. You're gonna do what I say. Then don't tell people anymore. You're in it or you're not. I know. Well, here's the thing. My mom wanted to have a oh. call and I, she was like, what time are you not available? And I gave her my time. She's like, what are you doing? During you need time? to lie. Would you start learning to lie? Dude, you can't lie. Just I know it. I don't Just lie. say you have a meeting. You have a meeting. You have a meeting. That's not lying. <laughs> I need to start lying, apparently. I'm too freaking honest. You don't need to lie. Yeah, you are. You just say, mom, I just have an appointment or I'm in, in a meeting. Girl, how much do you lie to me? Is it a lot? It probably is a lot. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm working on it. Okay, let's talk about this for a minute. Audience, how do you feel? Why, like, telling uh, you an excuse okay. or just not telling you what I'm doing? Like, I'm in a meeting, you know, instead of saying I'm recording. I mean, is that a lie? No, not everybody needs to know all the details. It's like on a need to know basis, you know, do you need to know? I mean, it just depends on the situation. And I kind of believe in, like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I mean, sometimes, you know, you got to make that call. Right. This is a funny story. Our family motto was snitches end up in ditches. And so I'm like, never rat out your family. 
Okay. And so my little girl went to school mm. and they're like, okay, if somebody's doing this, my mom says that snitches end up in ditches. <laughs> All we said was a few off-color jokes. We didn't really do anything that was inappropriate. Actually, I have one joke that I made up myself. You can decide if you want to clip it out. I made it up myself. Why shouldn't you have sex on the first date? Because you need something to do on the second. <laughs> That's good. I made that of myself. Isn't that good? It's good. That's funny. Okay, so you said you talked to this guy and he said you got to catch him, right? In the first few seconds when they yes. tune in. You got to have an opener, a really good opener to engage them. Right. I kind of was thinking we need to up our crazy because I feel like we're almost too normal or maybe I'm mm. too normal or not even normal, but just calm and relaxed. Hey, that's my temperament. Right. You're phlegmatic. You need to move into the sanguine world. Dude, join the crazies. It's fun over here. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I need to start talking about a little bit more? I'll just quickly tell the audience. So I've been diagnosed as bipolar type 2. And the reason I laugh because of that, because it can be crazy at times. And believe me, a lot of people are bipolar. This isn't anything. It's like depression. Okay? And there's a pill for everything. Yeah. So bipolar, how it's been affecting mm -hmm. me lately is my Amazon cart is out of control. And that's what finally tipped me off by it. So bipolar people, if you're a type one, is real, real highs and real, real lows. And when they're in lows, they'll literally sleep for a couple weeks. And the real highs is can be fun, but they're also can be super conf conflicting or what do you, what do you like? I say chaotic. The chaotic, right. It's the talking a million miles per hour. So I don't typically present that way it's just more i get addicted to things like politics or events or boys buying shit that's how mine presents i think this is good to know i think just sharing our hearts our stories when i was describing our pod to this gentleman he came back with me he's like oh it's a somewhat of a reality show because what happens is each week we share our life and you're watching our lives unfold, correct? Mm -hmm. We started last year. I was actually married. If you go back to our first pods, people, I was actually legit married. <laughs> Having energy and sharing things that people can relate to. I think our format is good. We just need to kind of maybe keep those things in mind, especially our energy. I agree. The timing of you saying that you talk to this guy, and of course, you talk to him about our podcast. It's you tell every guy you meet our podcast. I tell every guy. <laughs> you really should not. Yeah, but know. hello, guy who's going to listen to our latest episode, <laughs> whatever your name is, Tinder date number 16. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. When it comes to complimenting women's okay. But when did it being called a dump truck or a dumpy become a compliment? I mean, I don't find that to be a compliment. Like, ooh, she's got a dump truck on her. That's like referring to a guy's penis as like a sewer pipe. Ooh, look at his sewer pipe. I just have so many questions because I've never even heard of that term. You don't go anywhere. Where the hell are you picking up this slang? You're spending all the time on TikTok <laughs> with 12 year olds. Like I am too, but not on a TikTok. I, I work with 12 year olds. <laughs> Yeah, but where the hell are you getting this? Where's How do you not 
know this. On Reddit? On Reddit? No. I don't know no, this. Not, not on Reddit. You can even find this on Instagram. There'll be like a video of a chick in a bikini. Read the comments and they'll be like, I love that dump truck. I couldn't stop staring at her dumpy. What a dumpy she has. Ew. So when did something that hauls trash and disgusting garbage away become a compliment <laughs> for a woman's ass? I genuinely want to know why is that equivalent? All I know is junk in the trunk. Remember they would say that junk. So they're just slanging it more like junkie. She's got a good junkie, dumpy junkie. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start saying, yo, 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 what's up? It's time for young junk. I got some junkie dumpy. So do you. Should we? Re she, yeah, so do I. So should we rename our podcast to the dump truck girls? Oh my God. <laughs> that would get people's attention. All right, moving on. I know. All right. So that's weird. How do you not know? I don't know. I don't know. You should know even more slang than me. And how do I know more slang than you? Don't know. That's just a weird anomaly. I guess the terms that guys use for female body parts are all over the place. So you can kind of tell a guy's personality by the terms they use. Oh, so everybody yeah. knows that. I don't, it's self-explanatory right there. Yeah, but I kind of like a little bit of spice, like a little bit of spicy talk with flirting. It just depends. So you want him to be like, you got a sweet dump truck. I can't <laughs> keep my eyes off your dump truck. <laughs> no, I, I think I like the old fashioned term or ass. Yeah, it's ass. Yeah, right. like, yeah. I like calling him T's and P's. Yes. A little bit of a dirty girl, I guess. <laughs> listen, my daughter's gonna listen to this, Am. Dude, this is legit. So honestly, this is how it is with my daughter. Like, she's such a good girl. Yeah, she's like my daughter. She's totally. I claim her as mine. Yeah, she's more like you and, and my mom. And they know mom is like that. And she still loves me. And honestly, she had a hard time of being kind of judgy because she's such a good girl. I'm kind of expanding her. She can still have, obviously, don't change those morals and, you know, all that and lead your weight, life your weight. But when other people talk like that or do certain things don't judge them love them for where they're at and she's really there now i've worked on her for a while a long time actually so that's that that's cool yes <laughs> yeah that's that's good cool. okay so speaking of your dating and that sort of thing because you went out last night and had a date right i saw a tiktok <laughs> Oh my gosh. On dating advice. And here's what they said. There are three things we need to do to be a high quality man. Are you ready? Yeah. I want to hear this. Number one, delete the dating apps. They're not on there. Okay. That's so true. I think I'm a believer in that. Right. There's a gentleman that I'm friends with. I did not meet him on a dating app and we have a very good friendship and he's the only one that's lasted. The other ones I've <laughs> literally like blocked. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the trickles of texts coming in. Like, hey, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything with you. I'm sorry. I mean, you're a nice person. But so this gentleman that I met, the real world is still my friend. He's a nice guy. So number two, we need to join the local fishing club. Thousand percent. Or move to Alaska. There's one woman for every hundred guys and the men are all manly men. So you and I need to take a vacay. Dead serious. Yeah. Should we do a girls weekend in Alaska? Well, I don't know if you could do a weekend. Can you? Or extended weekend. A week? Weekend. Like maybe, I mean, a long weekend. Like a Friday to a Monday or something. So would we go when it's light all day or dark all day? Oh, I don't know. When's the, the warmest? I guess during the summer. I don't think it's ever warm. Oh, yeah, summer. Yeah, so we should go. Then you meet a guy in Alaska. Then what are you going to do with that? I know. You're literally <laughs> as far away as possible to him. That might not work out. All right. Kay? So number three, 
She said, we need to buy a boat. Dude, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to drive a boat or take care of a boat. You meet a guy and he has the boat. I'm not dealing with the boat. Right. And I feel like it's a little skewed because she has two of the things related to like boating and fishing. Well, because that's what dudes do. But they do other stuff too. Yeah, but the guy, the guys you would like are fishing. Yeah, you're more of the corporate guy. Hmm. The good-looking guy wears a suit. Good-looking guys with suits, they go fishing with their buddies. They're the cool guys. They're the manly men. Maybe that's the one thing that every guy will do. Because I started playing tennis again. I joined a group, and we play every week. But it's all women in there, and I don't see any men out playing. And maybe if I did, they'd probably be married Okay, anyway. I totally just checked out for a second. What are you talking about? Played what? I started playing tennis again. I picked it up <gasps> oh, because you! we stopped for the winter. Yes! So I joined a tennis group and we play every week. Well, in my group, it's all women, which I could see why it's the case. But on the other courts, I never see any men come and play. And maybe the guys that are even going to the tennis courts are already married or in a relationship. Yeah. So maybe fishing is kind of like that equalizer of activity. I think more gay men play tennis than fish. But I'm just glad you're doing it because it's good good activities. So we apparently need to start fishing. To join a fishing I, club. See, I, just start hanging out at marinas. Yeah. With all our shit. <laughs> and like our cooler and shit with beer. Hey! I got some beer. No, that sounds so stupid. No, that's funny. Being on a boat is fun. Just deep sea. Oh, I'm going to oh, throw You up. will not handle no, it. No, my stomach. My stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah. You won't do well. If you struggled with the cruise, you shouldn't actually even be on a boat because oh. that is the smoothest. No. Yeah. No, I can't. You can't. That's the problem. All right. So you just need to hang out on the pier and like <laughs> walk back and forth in a flowy dress to catch their attention. <laughs> Dude, I don't need to do that to get anybody's attention. I'm so, this one, this one other date I had, he's like, so like, I'm at your first match date. I'm like, Psh, no, Psh. You, why didn't so you lie fun. and say yes? I should have, I know. Well, I don't know. I didn't really like the guy too much. So I was like, there you go. I mean, I like, he was fine. But in the end, like, this is what happens every single time. It's, it's like on repeat. I really need to cut it out. But it's part of my bipolar. And I'm, it's like an addiction now. And I've really got to stop it. I enjoy going on the first date. Serial first dater. I'm going to circle back at the end. I want to do a test for us. But I'll describe it at the very end. Okay. Sounds awesome. Okay, so we're talking about crazy work story. What? I'm trying to do that funny sound effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to add some like pizzazz. I love that sound. Yeah, sound effects. <laughs> we're going to talk about crazy work stories. These can be funny, weird, embarrassing, whatever. Mine are all freaking crazy. Yeah, yours are almost borderline psychotic. Yes, yes. And very illegal. Mine <laughs> yeah. are just embarrassing. The reason why I came up with this topic at 1030 at night <sighs> last night, literally I know. the night before, you texted me. Yeah, right, tell the story. And you said, what are we talking like, about? Shit. I don't know. I got to think about it. So I texted you at 1030 last night to say, this is what we're going to talk about. So the reason why this came into my head is because I have been looking for a new job and I've been having lots of interviews. I finally had an interview that was in person oh yesterday. My gosh. All my interviews have been video or over the phone. 
This time they were like, we want you to come in person. After selecting the best outfit that I could that still fit me, I have actually quite a bit of work clothes, but they've been sitting for three years because I've only needed to don a blouse for a video <laughs> call, right? My sweet black Ann Taylor suit still fit. Wow, it did? Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. My separate pants didn't. I couldn't even zip them. These were tight, but I could at least get them up and zipped. I looked awesome. I'm just going to be straight oh. up. My hair was... Why don't you send me a pic? I don't know, because the thing Stop. is... You look fire. You because look the fire. thing is, is like, I don't think the first thing is to take a selfie. That's just not <laughs> where my mindset... You take selfies probably 15 yes. times a day. <laughs> I take a selfie maybe once every like four weeks to eight weeks. I don't know. It's just real <laughs> random when I do. Oh my gosh. Oh I was gosh. like, damn, my makeup was on point. My hair, wow. I perfectly curled it and styled it. Wow. I was banging. Okay, so. You were banging. <laughs> I was. Okay. I was okay. feeling myself, right? So. Is that what she said? I go to the inner. Maybe that's more like what he said. Oh, what he know. said. Okay. <laughs> trying. Trying. So I go to the interview and I meet with two guys. It's a two-on-one. I had my purse across my body and I took it off and put it in the chair next to me. I leave and I stop off at the restroom before I head home. As I'm washing my hands, I look into the mirror and I see that my blouse, the second button popped open, totally exposing my bra. So let me ask you. Yeah. On the blouse, the first button is still together so it's gaping open or it's like a total v-neck going down to your like cleavage it's a v-neck but it only has three buttons it does the buttons don't run down the entire length of the shirt and somehow right because i guess where my tatas are is the second button yeah. got popped open okay that explains it it gapped at the worst place. If the first button would have popped, it wouldn't have been an issue. But it looked like an ax. So now it clears things up because it doesn't look like you're trying to be a hooker to get the job. Not this time around. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh, how much did they see? Because I didn't have a sexy bra on. Even better. Yeah, it just was an accident, but that's awesome. Why is this interview going so long? You even told me. Like, it went on forever. They were enjoying the view. That's kind of sweet. Maybe, <laughs> but it was just, I was so embarrassed. Well, it may help you get the job. So that just happened to me yesterday, and I've got more, but we can go back and forth. Okay, all right. Speaking of lying, let's do this game, Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. So you're going to tell me which job I freaking didn't do. I drove for the Secret Service a motorcade for the president. I stood in a window in the mall. That was my job, to stand in the window. Like a mannequin. Well, yeah, but I wasn't going to give that away. Or I had to hide and run car chase away from serving people, like serving a lawsuit thing. <laughs> Which one is not true? These are all job requirements. <laughs> Actually, I think they're all true. They are, These are all true. <laughs> Those are all three of my jobs. These are all the insanity. 
variety of the places that you work for. Except actually, the first one wasn't insanity. Neither was the mannequin. No. That's like a modeling. Yeah, kind of yeah. Gig. So okay, real fast with the mannequin thing. That's what I did when I was a kid for like hundred dollars a week, and I worked five different malls. I I was going to Barbizon. Remember that, guys? Back in the eighties, look like a yes. model or just be one or look like one or whatever and so i want i was a wannabe model like you know every little kid every little girl in the 80s but i got a job out of it and it was just dress up in the the, the store's clothing and it would gain attention uh-huh. crowds crowds and crowds in front of their store and then i would promote barbazon and try to get people to sign up for the thing uh, one store fired me because i had so many people they blocked the entrance and customers were complaining they couldn't get in and out isn't that funny wow. i would strike a pose and just like the mannequins would and i could see my reflection in the glass so i would just focus on the reflection because people would try to get my eyes to move they would like wave their hands and the only people that could make me break or laugh or whatever was old men imitating me that was the <laughs> hardest one to keep a smile not a smile they probably love that when you did laugh uh, one lady came behind the window and she was going through my clothing and because she thought I was a mannequin she wanted to see how much my clothing was I was like yes <laughs> so so then I moved you want to hear about a oh. blood curdling scream I just loved it it was you almost so- killed an old lady I did I did it was well she wasn't old but should I tell the other two gigs or should I? Sure. I got really involved in politics, especially around the election. So I told my family, like, yeah, so the Secret Service has hired me to drive in a presidential motorcade. They're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. I get to be at Trump's rally. I'm going <laughs> to. Anyways, um, so they looked it up and they do hire civilians to do this. So I got to go and I was in this huge van, a bunch of us, like 10 of us driving these big vans. And the Secret Service is like, Get out of your van. Open up all your doors. We're going to do a sweep. So I popped everything open and then he came by and he debriefed us. And he's like, listen, if anything goes down, what you're going to do is you're going to follow the guy in front of you. And if anything happens, like the guy gets taken out, you just keep going. I was like, yes, this is so badass. Because my alter ego is like a femme fatale super spy. (laughs) This was my super spy moment. It was so fun. Anyways, Mm. I did that. And then the last gig, I worked for this dude. He was so funny because in his business, he got served lawsuit papers all the freaking time. I learned the rules. You keep your hands behind your back so they can't serve you. Don't answer the door. And when they would answer the door, there was a window. So I'd have to duck behind the desk and then (laughs) Arnie crawl it into his office and shut the door and wait it out. For some reason, I had to go out to my car. He had his gun in there. and Anyway, it was all crazy. So I got in and then he started chasing me and I had to lose him. And we shared office space with this lawyer and his wife worked or his ex-wife worked for him. And she was passed out drunk every day at that job. She passed out in the lobby where I, where my little office, where my little desk was, woke up. She's like, did I wake, (laughs) did I wake you? And I was like, oh my God, I've never seen this on a job site. And then the (laughs) old lawyer would go over there and yell at her for being drunk. But it happened like, okay. (laughs) Those are my jobs. You need to really get with some better, higher quality companies. Especially the one where I had to avoid lawsuits, the the serving guy. I mean, yeah. all the freaking time. This is when I first kind of left the home and I needed a job and I couldn't walk. <laughs> left the home. I left the home. I left my <laughs> husband and I needed a job. Uh, I couldn't walk because of my hip. He was the only one that would hire me. So I took the work. I took the job. I was there for like a few months. It was fine. I mean, it was fun, kind of. <laughs>
Kind of. <laughs> you remember uh, me complaining about that, though? You... Yes. Yeah. I was just like, you need to quit. <laughs> that place sounded so toxic. And clearly from your example. Yeah, that guy would yell at me and I would quit like every other day because he would yell at me. And I was just, oh, I couldn't do it anymore. I don't even know where to go from this because I feel like mine just don't compare to yours. <laughs> this one company I that I worked at. This one woman, she would always corner me. Now, this was a while ago. I mean, people still have copy machines in offices today. Anyway, I would be in there and she would always corner me, block me, and tell me all about her sex life. Ew. I was 26 years old and she was 40. That's sexual harassment. Is that sexual harassment? It's not that she was hitting on me. She just wanted to share about her sex That's life. Wild. It happened okay. multiple times. And then I'm kind of waiting for my copies. Just was this chick a total slut? <laughs> Look at you being total. judgy. <laughs> I told my daughter not to be judgy. And I'm like, she's a total slut. Uh, she had just like gotten divorced or separated. Mm, all right. Uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, it sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> The stuff that she would be telling me, and I'm just like, oh, these copies won't finish fast enough. Oh, my God. I had a hard time walking away from people, too, back then. I probably, yeah, I don't know if I still do, but sure. say, excuse me, I really got to go. Yeah. It was just one of those things where she just zeroed in on me, and she just loved sharing. I was a listener. Maybe that's what she, she just wanted somebody to listen to her post-divorce sowing her oats. Okay. Well, you're the only one that would put up with it. You are that woman that I used to work with, yeah. <laughs> oh, we, like, we need to talk about my love life any more than we already freaking do. So I was at work, and I needed to go see someone in accounting. Our contact person, her name was Peggy. I talked to coworkers, and they were like, hey, just so you know, Peggy is a bitch. I mean, whoa, I was just like, uh, okay. They were just like, I'm just giving you a warning. I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, we'll see, you know, I don't really like when people tell me about somebody before I meet them because sometimes people read people the wrong way or whatever. But I was just like, uh, okay, all right. I didn't think she was going to be a bitch to me. Oh I head up to her floor and I was like, hey, Peggy, I have this form, whatever. I needed a check cut. I don't know what it was, but something <laughs> that sent me to accounting Needless to say, Peggy was a raging bitch. She was so nasty, wow. so rude to me. I had no idea why. Dang. I was completely pleasant with her. I was utterly just baffled. So I walk away and I'm like, damn, they weren't wrong. I hope I never have to go up and see her again. Wow. They need to take her temperament test. Like that's the issue. What is being a bitch though? I don't know, but there's got to be some test for that because that's the issue. It's not the job. It's the frigging people. Like Peggy. The it's Peggy's the Peggy's of the, of the world. Thankfully, I rarely ever had to go see her. But like, how does a Peggy stay in that position? That's I don't know. It baffles me. How does someone so egregious in behavior and treats people badly stay in a position? They're just too lazy to like find somebody else to fill the position because they're usually good at their job. That's the problem, right? They just, they put up. Put up with them. Yeah. And okay, that's not even like the storyline of this, of Peggy's bad attitude at dealing with somebody who's nasty. <laughs> that's kind of boring. People deal with that all the time. I get into the elevator. The elevator is empty. I walk in. The elevator stops a couple floors down. The doors open. 
there's a guy standing there and he literally, he looks at me and he jumps back. <gasps> His eyes pop and he jumps back. Like he physically, and then he walks in. In my head, my little brain and my hamster wheel is going, um, Scary. why would he have that reaction about me? <laughs> and then I look down my blouse. This is a different blouse, by the way. My blouse had popped <gasps> two buttons. Oh, two. <laughs> I was completely exposed. <gasps> Thankfully, I had a cute white lacy number going on that day. And Podland M got a rack. She's got the, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not a lesbian, but she's got the prettiest boobs ever in the world. <laughs> so for this guy, I can believe it. This guy's reaction must have. <laughs> and he was smiling really big okay once he got into the but could you imagine you open up the door and there's literally somebody in their lingerie you'd be like what the hell like, you'd Are be we in, so shocked we're in a white snake uh video like where's the air blower yes. and the fog i know i was so embarrassed because i'm telling you it was all hanging out oh my gosh, i was totally exposed in. i walked I to the corner like that what I don't have any stories like that because my boobs don't make my shirt tear open, <laughs> bust open. No. I actually walked to the corner of the elevator and faced it like an embarrassed little child. And I buttoned up my blouse. Wow. I can't, no wonder why Peggy was so nasty. She's Jeez. like, who the heck does this woman think she is with her tits all hanging out? <gasps> Well, why doesn't she say something to you? Because obviously you wouldn't, I mean, nobody walks around like that. I mean, maybe now. You would think that. Remember, there was that Seinfeld episode, yes. Elaine, where she didn't realize her button had popped off and guys are being so nice yeah. to her. That was literally me. I'm not exaggerating. You're like, yeah. yeah, why wouldn't anyone say anything? And it's like, did they think I was trying to be stylish? I mean, maybe because the laciness of my bra they thought i wanted to show it I don't okay know. now all the men in our audience have a heart on thanks em <laughs> sweet the two <laughs> listeners that we have that are male but the two guys that i went out with they're listening your two dates not even any guys that know me yeah. <laughs> i went to this one interview it was downtown i had never been to this place it was a super hot day. It was 90% humidity, 90 degrees. I go to the address and I'm looking at the place and I'm like, this looks like a residential building. This doesn't look like an office building. I look around and I run across the street. I'm like, maybe it's across the street. No, I go across that street. No, I go across the next street. No, I'm literally running the four corners and I am in a panic mode because I don't want to be late to my oh. interview. So I go back to the original. I don't know. I guess I'll go inside. Maybe it is inside somebody's apartment, which is freaking weird. Yeah. I don't understand this. Sure enough, it was the correct building. I was at the right place the first time. I head up. I'm sitting in the waiting room and I am just now sweating profusely. Oh, gross. That's Sweat funny. is dripping down my head and it's dripping down the sides of my face. Oh. <laughs> it's dripping down my neck. I told you it was a really hot day and I was in long pants. I go to the bathroom and I start oh, trying to blot myself. Great. I literally <laughs> blot and as soon as I blot, 
more sweat comes through. Like, I just can't stop it. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I can't be in the bathroom. It's already like five minutes past the time I'm supposed to meet with him. So I go back out and then he calls me into his office. It's this guy. So I sit across from him. At this point, I'm like spent. I had an adrenaline surge. I'm sweating profusely. I have no energy. So I must have been like so chilled out in my answers versus acting very excited and interested in the position and that sort of thing. And I'm paranoid about the sweat dripping down the sides of my face and I'm trying to cover it with my hair so that he doesn't see sweat coming down. Oh, oh, And I can feel the sweat dripping between my breasts, okay? (laughs) I walk out of there and I'm like, oh, that was the worst interview I had. Yeah, that is disgusting. Hang on. And then it gets a step forward. Okay, all right. As I leave and I'm walking out and then it's like I look down and that same blouse popped open again. Girl, you need to burn these tops or get a breast reduction. You've talked about that. I think it's time. All right, hold on. Before we talk about my tit lift, I was just like, oh my gosh. I was totally exposed. I had sweat dripping down my cleavage. Like, this is like... Okay, I want to know. I want to know, did this guy call you back? Yes, he did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's just... He's probably all hot and bothered by watching this whole scene go down. I got a second. Yeah, you totally did. Of course you did. But I went home that night, and I took the shirt, and I just threw it in the garbage. Yeah, thank you. Jeez. (laughs) painful to hear all this like m jeez girl you're such an exhibitionist that's what this is i know and here i was like it was some sort of fantasy like some chick coming in and she's just like (laughs) exposed and sweaty and and i was so chill i was like yeah oh my god that's so funny (laughs) oh that's good that's a good one it's a good one (laughs) <laughs> okay, I have just two more, and they're about this. So I worked for the city of Gainesville, and that was like the glory years, we called it. And I was the event coordinator for the city. But So I did a Friday night concert series, but also these homeless, all these freaking homeless were there. And so this is kind of a touching story. I didn't have any help, and, you know, it was me and my, my husband at the time and whoever I could stir up, and um, so I did a taste. The first year, it was out of the park. I sold out tons of restaurants. It was super popular, but I didn't have staff, and so I hired these two homeless guys living there, like, on the spot, and they were the ones passing out the drinks. Oh, my God, pouring the drinks and passing out the drinks. Could you see these big people? Like, all these people lied, and there was... Who t- would take a drink from, like, a homeless <laughs> they did, guy? And did, and, and Chuck went over there. He's like, I got to, like, kick him out. So that was crazy and funny. But Tom, one of them kind of just stuck around. He would help me with my vendors, and he did all this. And we just became real legit friends. But I kept having to fire him because he kept bringing drugs and needles, <laughs> and I'd find him in the bathroom. And in oh my, my storage, gosh. he was living in a, our storage unit because I gave him a key. As the years went on, finally told me that if you hadn't hired me, I was going to kill myself. I was going to check out. Oh, it's, I mean, it's sad, but it's kind of sweet. And so, and he became like, honestly, my right hand man, except I had to keep firing him. But and then eventually I'd hire him back. But one time Tom had to help me with this. It was a huge crowd for my Friday night concert series. But I look over and I see one of my homeless guys chasing another homeless guy with an axe. <laughs> with a friggin' ass axe. Tom and I go running over there. We had to like tackle it. I don't know. Tom took care of it, but that that was normal. That was normal. You do have crazy stuff. 
Yeah, I know. I kind of thrive off of it as a thing. Normal jobs are just too boring yeah. for me. Like, Hey, speaking of you searching for jobs, what's going on with your LinkedIn and have <laughs> you gotten any messages? I, I haven't. I have not been on LinkedIn. I have not checked. You should go on LinkedIn because you might have some recruiter messages. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's probably too late now, but... Well, not necessarily, but try and go on there every day okay. just to see if there are Check any... Check it. Mess. I will. I'll add it. Yeah, when you're scrolling social media, might as well throw in LinkedIn. Okay. Thanks for the reminder, Em. I think the weirdest experience that was bordering on harassment for me was, um, I mean... Okay, I could tell you about... Dude, I've had harassment stories. Let's not go there. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, never mind. <laughs> Many Me Too moments. Many Me Too moments actually in the workplace, even yes. you know, starting at my first job. But yeah, okay, we won't go into that. That could be like another thing. Yeah, we totally. Remember I brought up, I want us to do a test. It's yes. relating to dating. To kind of meet someone more organically off the dating apps, right? Okay. Have you heard about pheromone perfume? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm always like, how do I know more than you on some stuff? I don't know. I think because you research stuff more than I do. I'm just on friggin'. Yeah, I think I do. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It comes across my feed. I actually knew about this a few years ago, and I'll tell you my experience with it. What's the best scent men are very attracted to? According to a study by the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation, interesting enough, okay, the smell of donuts apparently increased <laughs> blood flow to the penis by 31%. You know the secret to a man's heart is just a sandwich and a blowjob. That's well, it. Okay, but are you going to do that to every guy that you come across in public? No, but I'm just no, but I'm just saying that's why they like the donut smell because they like food. Well, it's not like just food in general. It's not like you can put bacon on your neck and they're going to be attracted to that. Oh, <laughs> it's so gross. Okay. Can you, let's just listen to the study. You're talking about sandwich and a blowjob for like <laughs> when you're in a relationship, not for when you're actually meeting someone. Oh. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This needs to be L&M unfiltered. This, so this, this needs to be a paid I, one. Yeah, this is probably going into L&M unfiltered. <laughs> then I went online and it, all right, I'm going to go research donut smelling perfume. I guess it kind of more is that sweet, sugary, vanilla type <laughs> scent. Oh, guys like vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm actually not crazy about the smell of vanilla. Me either. I think there might be maybe something that is doable. So I searched online for donut smelling type perfume. I found actually this company that has it. They have like, hey, strawberry shortcake. They have other scents. Apparently pumpkin pie <laughs> is a popular one with men. Steak smell. Steak. Just steak smell. No, not steaks. <laughs> like you've gone too far. Okay. Beer. So Beer smell. <laughs> The pheromone perfume is just going to attract men to you. Some people say there is a scent. Sometimes you can add a scent to it. Sometimes there's not really much of a scent. Or they say it doesn't really smell that great. Oh. But then they go out and they do a test and they're like, hey, it worked. So I thought what kind of would be fun. You're coming up in like mm -hmm. a week and a half mm -hmm. from now or whatever, two weeks from now. If we did kind of a pheromone test where we get some pheromone perfume All right. and then we go out into the real world okay. and just see how people react to us. That's going to be like a research experiment for us. All right, let's do it. 
I tried it, oh man, it probably was five or six years ago. I remember this one time I met a friend and she was like so happy and all over me. She was like, yeah, oh my gosh, you look so great. And I'm like, okay, can you calm down? And then we went to a Starbucks and when I was in line, this woman comes by me and I'm just like, okay, this is like the wrong formula. It's attracting women. But this woman comes by and she runs her hand from what? my waist, like the edge of my waist across my back. What in the and world? And was doing the excuse of, oh, excuse me. Ew. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, okay, somehow it's targeting the wrong people. <laughs> what was the scent again? It's just a pheromone perfume or a pheromone spray. Oh, what sounds like, dude, it was working. It was working. Ella is coming up in two weeks to visit me again. So the next time, our next podcast episode, <gasps> we are going to record it together. We're going to try and create a bunch of more content and videos. We're going to do our test. We would love for you guys to start leaving reviews yes, on definitely. Apple or Spotify. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple and Spotify. You could just leave a rating. So please leave a rating. It really helps us to be found. The more reviews we have, the better it is for us. And we can share this content with more people. So please yes. do that. So do it. We've do moved it. to begging just now. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Subscribe so that you get notifications like when an episode is published. <laughs> subscribe. Superscribe. So there we go. Hang tight. The next time you'll hear from us, we'll be together. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I hope we ramped up the crazy enough. Yeah, this was a fun one. This one's going to be like, be steamy. Like steam's going to come off the pod when you click on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's see if any of your guys reach out to you. <laughs> They already do that. You didn't say anything on this episode that you probably haven't already said to them in person or through texting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm an open book. I'm too TMI. Anyway, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Say goodbye. Okay. Bye. Have a great day.